0: Welcome to Grace Point Direct, a place that helps us all connect just a little bit deeper into our church. I'm your host, Taylor Wood. The goal of each podcast is not only to inform about the different things that we have happening as a church body, but also to dig just a little bit deeper into the different topics and issues that all of us should find interesting. We'll be dropping a new episode each week, so make sure to subscribe, and you'll get notified when that hits. Download the Grace Point app. We'll also find up-to-date information about upcoming events audio from Mike's latest sermons and a place to send in prayer requests and connect with our pastoral staff. Today, we've got episode number 15 in our More Than a Minister series, where you'll get to know our staff in a way that maybe you haven't gotten to yet. And I am particularly blessed to sit with four individuals who make it happen week in and week out. We get to chat with Dave Roberts, Don Horton, Jacob Walker, and Gene Owen. What is up, y'all? Good morning. Hello. Hello. So this episode, um, I actually have been, so I'll write these intros and stuff to the podcast before I do them because I'm anticipating my excitement on the different topics and issues that we have, right? But this is true. Like when I say that intro, I really am excited and blessed to sit with you four. Um, I'm excited because I think this episode is something that you wouldn't normally find in a series like this, right? We get to dig in with the folks that like make it happen each week. And so... I'm super excited about that. I hope you all are, too.
1: Happy to, get, to be here with you, Taylor.
0: Y- yes, yeah. So we're going to get going and talk. Uh, we've got 30 minutes here or whatever. Uh, four people. We may try to call Kelly again here in a second and get her in on FaceTime. Kelly Sandusky works with our uh, GPC kids team. Uh, Kelly has probably the biggest office in the whole building, I would think, right? She does more
2: than anyone else in the building, I think.
0: (laughs) But Kelly's awesome. She works with, like, GPC Kids team. She gets together pretty much everything that – every probably physical thing that they're handed week in and week out in their classrooms Um, and all the little arts and crafts. And uh, if you need, like, seven blue umbrellas with a pink stripe on them, you can just be like, hey, Kelly, I need seven blue – and she's like, okay, yeah, I think I have that in my room.
1: Stephanie Trawick and I had to um – cover for kelly for a couple of weeks and that was a eye-opener to a job that i am glad that kelly has and i do not (laughs) what she gathers in preparation for staff Uh for every weekend is overwhelming um great appreciation for kelly
0: she's on vacation which is why uh she's not with us today but i had to give kelly a shout out because this series wouldn't be complete without having Kelly represented yeah, on there. She so. definitely deserves it. Yeah. Huh? She definitely deserves it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. But let's talk about you guys because I have four incredible individuals with in me as well. So I am going to work. This is alphabetical order. I purposefully did that. Just so you know, there's no like tiered system here alphabetically. Uh, so I want to talk about each one of you. Dave Roberts, you are facilities manager. How's that? How's that titled?
2: I think that is the title okay. but but uh it's just general maintenance.
0: General maintenance. So Dave says just general maintenance but the reality is um it's it gets pretty in-depth. There's a lot of uh, some pretty in, in, intense systems that take this place uh that run this place.
2: There there are. Yeah. It, it's it, interesting and I'm still learning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dave's so, been on since uh
2: June of last year.
0: June last year. Yeah, yeah. Which was kind of an interesting time to come on to staff For facilities management because we were not really using the facilities a whole lot correct yeah but it was kind of a time that we had some projects and stuff that we wanted to get done for a while
2: it was a great time to come on actually because work into it slowly and there was construction going on then
0: yeah dave also catches all the little projects that each ministry needs um you know like we were just talking about a studio desk for our new studio space you know and um, I looked at Dave and said, i've got plans for that, Dave," and he said shook his head because he knows what that means um, that he's got to deal with me at some point in the future, but anything that people need built, he goes and grabs that. Well,
3: he dealt with me a couple of weeks ago, just making a mount for an access point we put up.
2: We, yep. we try. try to try do to, a good job. Try to do whatever yeah. you do a good job. Whatever needs to be done.
0: Yeah, yeah, also coming in kind of finishing, managing up uh, our new uh, build over here on the east side of the building. Sure cool stuff. So uh, next is Dawn Horton. Hi. Hello. Um, she is not the assistant accountant anymore.
4: I'm the financial administrator here she at She
0: is the financial administrator, which is sounds pretty cool. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Dawn has to deal with everyone, which is very unfortunate for you.
4: No, it's great. I love working with everybody.
0: Yes. Don says that, but I know the truth.
4: (laughs) It's true. It's true. I know
0: the truth. Don has to deal with everyone's receipts and everyone's uh, line items and everyone's reimbursements and pay this person and do this here. And she does it with style and class. (laughs) I don't know
4: about style, but I I do enjoy it. So
0: (laughs) yeah, definitely one of those roles that, um, you know, is completely forgotten about, but you literally can't operate without. It just doesn't work without that financial person sitting in. So uh, Don does that on a week-to-week basis. Jacob uh, Walker is sitting here as well. Jacob uh, does – man, I know. So I work with Jacob. Jacob's on our audio team for Sundays. So when I think of Jacob, I think of, you know, like audio tech, you know, someone who runs audio for Sundays. But what you do for the church is not audio, but is it IT
3: kind of like we've never been able to put a great title on it so i i I, when i send emails to people you know outside of the church i'll i'll put network administrator uh on the bottom of it on my signature so um that's usually what i call myself because i'm I'm usually dealing with people when i'm dealing with people outside of the church it's usually about network stuff but you know i do general it around here Mm -hmm. um you know, I'll be building a new computer for somebody today that uh, right. that needs one so I you know I put computers together get them all started up get everything on them that they they need you know kind mm-hmm. of kind of a skeleton for them and I'll, I'll hand it over to them and you know I'll do any upgrades on computers we need around here right um you know wireless networking around here full infrastructure networking um dealing with uh anybody being able to get out, get out to the internet or get into the printers here
0: right yeah. Stuff like that. And it definitely, on the surface, has a lot to do with probably this computer work and stuff like that. But how many Apple TVs do we have on campus? Oh,
3: we've got probably about 15 or so. 15. Like there, that, or it's got to be 20. I don't know.
0: Hey, we, be, I, I, we got a lot. I don't have it off the top of
3: my head, but we've yeah. got a few.
0: We've got a few. So each one of those has to be not only configured and, and established, but then networked in a way that uh, teachers can access them during the week and stuff like that. Okay. But then also, um, it's just even infrastructural things. You and I are working on a project right now where we'll – Practically be able to communicate audio devices all over the campus, uh, which is pretty incredible stuff. So um, it takes a lot of brain power, it takes a lot of um, thinking through and ingenuity to get those yeah, it's things a done. Fun project here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Last and definitely not least, we have Miss Jean. Miss Jean, I have on the notes front office question mark
1: that is a good question mark
0: that is a good Um, question mark yeah Yeah.
1: i am the receptionist admin i'm Mm -hmm. here on mondays and tuesdays
0: the reason it's such a question mark is because jean does like (laughs) 17 things when she gets here on mondays uh so uh from supporting uh not only the people that come into the front office but also um anything that some the different ministries need kind of through that so all of our calendaring comes through the front office uh which you would think like oh let's just put it on the calendar it's not that easy. It's not that simple. There's lots of moving parts, and how it has to be organized there. Um, Jean makes herself available for um, a lot of our different prayer requests and things like that that come through, um, mail mail in and out, which I know sounds simple, but also like she has to deal with even my ministry stuff. We just drop letters on her desk, and she takes care of all the rest. And it's pretty cool, pretty pretty great stuff. What am I missing? There's, some, there's big things I might be missing there, Jean. What do you do?
1: You know, um, somebody referred to me as – Everybody's Gal Friday on Monday and Tuesday, since those are my working days. (laughs) And I think that's maybe why I like my job, is that I never know what's going to be coming at me. I I have all of my regular duties, but there's also um, different projects just going on around the church all the time that I'm happy to jump into.
0: Sundays are kind of interesting for you four individuals as well, because Not only do you spend your time here, but Sundays you're here as well doing stuff that's uh, a lot of times not even within your job description or something like that. So just kind of all hands on deck. So um, I know that is much appreciated um, as well. And um, these four people, if you're taking a listen, uh, can definitely empathize with a long work week and then uh, uh, jump in and volunteer and get it done on Sundays. So um, Gene, heroes, has for a long time a lot of our first impressions, uh, stuff always at a door. What are you doing right now?
1: Um, well, gosh, I led greeters for like four years. Yeah. I think I've always served in first impression. Um, and right now I am a greeter and I enjoy that because I feel like I get to meet so many people that, um, might be new to our community and I enjoy hearing like where they're from. And I think it's really interesting, um, Walmart, Tyson, Hunt, all those Mm, big companies, how many people arrive here that may know somebody else that's already here that came in from a different state right i mean it's just um i like talking to people and hearing their story so
0: yeah gene's the the point of entry for a lot of different people who's who've come to the church jacob i already talked about is uh, one of our audio techs so he's on at least twice a month usually uh, behind the console uh, which is a ten hour commitment every time you do it so that's really cool uh, Dave is the reason that none of us have gotten uh, sick I guess I don't know I don't know Dave Dave's been uh behind the scenes taking care of uh, different
2: the fog machine fogging yeah.
0: <laughs> uh not the fun fog machine though the one right the, the the uh the uh cleaning fog machine Right. so uh day's been taking care of cleaning and stuff like that it's been something that hopefully is maybe going to be dying or die, you know, going away after a while but um for the whole last year it's been something one of those added pieces to what we do i think we're getting
2: back to normal somewhat though it's yeah. yeah. things are changing and yeah yeah so Annie oh,
3: saw you doing that a couple of weeks ago she was surprised like the whole time she didn't know that that kind of stuff was going on yeah, that that was right. kind of the point yeah. we
2: really didn't want anyone to know but it you know thought it should be done yeah so
0: yeah um cool well let's um uh, let's let's push into it Don we're going to go to you first okay. um sorry I switched it up on our notes that's so cool. I made notes but I switched <laughs> it up Don um, since Dave just got the talk, well, we're not gonna let it. we'll go away from Dave for a little bit. Cool. <laughs> um, so Don, why don't you introduce us to your family? Uh, maybe talk a little bit about your background. Um, And then here in a a little bit, we're going to talk about what you do here or like how you got to Grace Point or something like that. But just give us a little bit about you guys and what life is like for y'all.
4: Okay, sure. Um, I'm married to Rob. Um, We've been married for 28 years and Mm. um, we have three kids. Jacob is 19. Caleb will be 17 tomorrow. And then um, Allie Kate is nine. And um, we've been at Grace Point for... About 17 years, almost 18, actually. Wow. So we've been here yeah. a long time. That's and awesome. Yeah, yeah. You um, guys,
0: uh, are you planning a 30-year anytime? Is that on your mind? Yeah, I know it's two years away, but still, 30 years is a long time, right? Yes. That's a big celebration. It's, it's
4: big years for us. We're turning a milestone age as well. Oh, <laughs> And okay. so, yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Anyway, we hope to get away and, yeah. and be able to do something. So yeah.
0: awesome! But you have some celeb- birthday celebrations to do before then. Yes, uh, yeah. And yeah. at that point too, you'll have uh, one or two out. Technically, or like technically, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our 19-year-olds, you know, You're right? He's still living at home, but he's yeah. working hard and and.
0: Um, hey, the, yeah. Yeah, the path is all that matters, right? Yes. Like the path is all that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So what's a what's a weekend look like for y'all?
4: Um, you know, I love going for walks and um, we enjoy food <laughs> 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 a lot. <laughs> um,
0: What's your family spot? Is there a one?
4: You know, we, we've been eating at Parkside Public a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, that's you know, good. Not,
4: we live not too far from downtown Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Downtown Rogers is, um, it's not like I want to explore it so much more than mm-hmm. I have. Because there seems to be a lot of cool and good restaurants down there. Yeah. Not that there's not in Bentonville. I think there's some good ones there too, but it just seems like it seems older. I don't know why.
4: Yeah, excited too for um, all the work that they've been doing and for that to open up. So yeah.
0: It's going to be a great little event space.
4: And I grew up in Rogers too, so.
0: Okay, that's kind of home. Okay. Um, Well, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. You grew up in Rogers from Mm -hmm. this area. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I've lived here
4: since I was five
0: zero five. Okay, I'll, I'll try to include all in that questioning and y'all stuff too. Sorry, Don, I forgot that. But uh, so from here, uh, so it wasn't uh, when you were five, you came mm-hmm. here? Okay, cool. Yes. That's from here.
4: Yeah, with my parents,
0: with yeah. my family. You just so. you didn't commute on your own? No, like a, I didn't. branch no, out, five-year-old? No, year old. no. I came see from that Minnesota. You, and this Minnesota? Was, yeah, and
4: this is kind of a compromise. My mom was from South Texas, and mm. so they just, she hated the Minnesota winters, and this they came and visited and bought a house. Which was kinda of okay. crazy. Yeah. They're not real Yeah. Sporadic people. So that was kinda of crazy. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. And so I've um we've lived Rob and I have lived in either Bentonville, Bella Vista, Rogers all the whole time. Right. Rob is native to Bentonville.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Let's go to um let's do Gene. Gene, let's do you next. We're just gonna work in a circle here. Okay. Gene, let's go with you. Talk to us you about your family, a little bit of your background, and then uh, you know, also where you from <laughs>
1: um okay so lee and i will be married 35 years this fall
0: nice and well hold on what y'all do for 30 did you do anything special
1: um
0: maybe this is okay a so good after Dawn.
1: our kids so we went on our honeymoon uh-huh. we didn't really go on our next vacation until 25 years later wow. yeah um because within that time we were transferred away from family so really any vacation time was going back to visit family exactly. it's not like right. We were going to Disney every year. right? So 25 years later, we went on vacation, and we have been trying to make up for those 25 years, and so now (laughs) we go every year.
0: Yes, and and very much, uh, I can say, I think all of us are always jealous. Well, we do
1: like the Caribbean. I'll I'll say that, (laughs) we do like that. Um, But Lee and I have two kids. Uh They're both married. Uh, Melanie and Colin live in North Kansas City, and um, just got the coolest picture. They're on vacation right now in Utah of them swimming inside of a crater. It was like really cool. Oh yeah. Um, Steven and Jamie live here in Rogers. And because of them, we will be first time grandparents uh, to little Emma June, who is due July 1st. Awesome. So very yeah. excited about that.
0: Yeah, that's exciting.
1: Um, where am I from? so we live i lived 13 years in cleveland area uh-huh. got transferred to indianapolis um which is where i met lee we lived there for 13 years um then got transferred to springfield missouri overland park kansas bentonville chicago bentonville so i've lived here twice and now i call this home awesome
0: so. a lot of that what, what's the a lot of that travel centered around is that job change yeah yeah. yeah
1: just yeah. vendor world and right, so yeah, yeah it's been an adventure, good adventure,
0: yeah, well, you definitely are making up for twenty five years of lost vacations because I'm jealous like every seven weeks or something. I don't know, uh let's go to Dave, it's not every seven weeks, but it feels like we it. Can that's work how on jealous that. I am, yeah, um let's go to Dave, Dave, um a little bit about your family. we've already had Caleb on, so he gave us the um like son in law side of things, which you know is never right. Probably. You know what I mean? Probably. You know, son-in-law is just—they're kind of hard to deal with sometimes.
2: Well, they're—they're they're fun though. They're, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing the work you can get out of a wannabe <laughs> son-in-law. So. That's
0: right. So we did. Did you listen to his episode by chance?
2: I did. Yeah, yeah, did. yeah. He,
0: so he gave us a little bit of that history. I'm interested to know if that was true or not. But anyways, uh, anyways, about your family, uh, where you guys are from, all that.
2: Um, well, my wife Debbie and me. Have been married forty two years this this year. Mm. And I actually moved up here in nineteen seventy five from Harrison. Okay. So I'm pretty much native northwest Arkansas anyway. Yeah. Debbie's from Klamath Falls, Oregon. Oh, okay. So uh met her in nineteen seventy eight. Uh, how's an
0: Oregon girl come across a Arkansan?
2: Oh, you know, we dated for 5 weeks and got married so <laughs> so yeah it, it worked out pretty well
0: hey 42 years you can't argue yeah. with that it, it, uh, no one can be upset anymore it, right? it was good yeah
2: i had i had two uh, boys from previous marriage mm-hmm. and met Debbie and 4 years after we were married Amanda came along yeah and you know having a girl kind of cool so
0: yeah now you guys live up in right, right across into the Missouri line, just
2: just north of Bella Vista. Yep.
0: Yeah, just north. Uh, and you guys are close to Caleb and Amanda. We're, uh, are right on the road. same property, same property. Yeah. yeah, when he says same property, they'll understand that they live in the country, which is yeah. the property's big. It's not, you know, same property. Uh, for some We've, of these people, you know, we have son, 150 yeah. acres. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's they've got room to stretch, at it's, least.
2: it's a pretty nice place.
0: You can send Caleb down the road when he's making he's getting on your nerves. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: pretty much, but but yeah. it it all works out real well. He likes to right. hunt. He has a place to hunt.
0: Yeah. And I know because I know you guys enough, that's kind of like what hobbies center around for you guys and stuff like that too. Spend a lot of time he, out.
2: He's a hunter, I'm a shooter. I don't <laughs> I don't care about the hunt. Yeah. I like to shoot. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to Jacob. Jacob Walker. Hello. Hello uh, give us a little bit about your family and some background.
3: Well, my wife's name is Annie. We've got two kids, Ethan and Ellie. Uh, Ethan's seven years old. He's in first grade now. Um, they're about to end school, wrap up school for the year. Um, and then Ellie is five and she goes to, uh, the mom's day out of the Kindle program here at the church. Um, so she'll be graduating from that this month. Oh yeah. So she starts kindergarten up, um, at Central Park this next uh, semester. That's so. the youngest. Yeah, that's the youngest. So they'll both be at the same school, mm-hmm. and they'll both be there from you know seven o'clock till. That's going to make the the schedule or so. a
0: little uh, more uh, concise. Huh?
3: Well, it'll make it more consistent. To where <laughs> I, like I, I take Ethan to school, and then I come home get Ellie ready on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to come up here. Right. Uh and so we, we live well about 20, 20 minutes away or something like yeah, that. So cool. yeah. so it's like we I get I get Ethan out, then I go get her to to take her up here mm-hmm. and then that lasts for, you know, four hours or so and then I go back to get her and then I get Ethan. So having them at the same place is gonna be pretty nice to just to just uh free up a little bit of driving time there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. And that's gonna be a big deal. And Bentonville traffic in the morning is just no fun. Here.
1: I think when we moved here the first time, there were six stoplights in this town.
0: That many, huh? Six stoplights.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd say that's a pretty big amount of growth since you've oh yeah been here. You've probably seen quite a bit as well.
2: I think there was a four-way stop, and that was it. I think they just had the flashing red light at uh, it would be uh, seventy-two highway and seventy-one highway. Wow so it was. it's changed a lot 10,000 population then
0: Yeah, it's mm.
2: changed a lot
0: well speaking of change speaking of uh, transitioning I'm going to transition us into uh, this next little portion I'm interested in how each one of you got uh, into Grace Point um, and you can talk about uh, what I would like to know I guess is kind of how you got um, introduced to the church you know if someone recommended you come here or something like that how you got introduced into it but then also I'd like to l- know a little bit about uh what you see as unique to grace point or you know what's interesting and uh, a lot of you have been at the church for a long time and so um you know it's i'd be interested to know uh from your perspective um why grace point you know if you were communicating why grace point to somebody uh, what would that be and we're going to start with gene um because uh i just was looking at you and so we're going to start with you gene
1: Well, um, we were attending elsewhere, and our son actually recommended um, Grace Point to us. Mm. And so we came over here, and we were in the warehouse at that time. Um, And I think there were maybe two or three services in there when we finished out at four services in there before we built the new building. But I think it was... After the first or second service that Lee and I were here, um, we just decided that this is where we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I think that um, Mike or whoever was, was teaching on that, whatever those Sundays were, it was just the presentation of the word and how relatable it was. Yeah. Um, it just, we left here just feeling filled and it carried us throughout the week. I still feel that way all these years later. Yeah. So it's he makes it very relatable, um, and
0: yeah,
1: that's what I need.
0: It's a very accessible Sunday morning, I feel yeah. like, when people walk in the door. Uh, a lot of times when you walk into places, it could be a business, it could be an, uh, any organization, but sometimes, especially churches, there's this intangible, there's this unspoken standard or something that so I feel like some people feel like are barriers, but I think Grace Point does a good job of It's much more relaxed. Um, it's very approachable. Um, we have jeans standing at the front door, so there's always someone happy there.
1: Certainly not, and I'm not saying this because of me, but we are continually be, being called one of the friendliest churches in the area. Right. Um, from the point that we open the doors for everybody, we walk with people to show them and tell them what we are about mm-hmm. and give them a tour about how we want to relate to our community. So I think that that's very important and um, just how we connect to our community.
0: Right. Jacob, what about you? Well, um, back in
3: 2007, uh, it was actually before that even, uh, Annie and I were dating and we met through Fellowship Church down in Lowell. and. I lived up in Bella Vista, and, and she actually lived right around the corner in Allencroft right here off of Tiger. Right. It's right near the church. So uh, I would pick her up on Sunday mornings to go down to Fellowship, and we would come down McCollum and pass Grace Point every Sunday morning. And after a while, Fellowship is pretty big church. It's mm. a little bit harder to get plugged in there, and we just didn't really know anybody. Um, and so every time we passed this church, you know, we... We thought, after a while, we started thinking, hey, let's just check this church out. It's, sure. I mean, bonus, it's right around the corner, so we don't have to drive that far. And so we popped in one Sunday morning, and it was the Sunday morning that Mike was giving the tithing challenge. And, you know, it was just kind of an odd morning to pop in on that. You know, it was just talking about, you know, giving money, you know, and stuff. But the way Mike did it, we um, we thought was pretty, was pretty neat. Um, and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not something that we heard a church ever do before. And, um, yeah, and it was, it was fairly small. I mean, it, I don't think this building had been around for very long in 2007. So, um, and so we kept coming back and we ended up joining. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think the first event we did with the church was the Dave Ramsey class back in 2008. Mm-hmm. That was right before we got married and uh, we got married here. Uh, Mike married us. We've gotten to yeah. know Mike really well. Um, So that that was kind of our our hook into the church, really, was Mike. Right. And then uh, we started getting a lot more involved with the church. And, you know, I I would actually um, play guitar up on stage on Sunday mornings. Oh, that's good to know. uh, Well... (laughs) <laughs> There's a long story behind that, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad I'm at where I'm at now doing audio rather yeah. than being up front. And in uh,
0: ways, you play the guitar because you make it louder and softer. That's true. Mm-hmm.
3: That's true. I do have a, a background in it, so, <laughs> so it helps yeah. me run audio too,
0: right? Um, uh, let's jump over here to Don. What about you guys?
4: Yeah, yeah, I was trying to remember, I don't remember what got us to Grace Point, honestly. Um, so we were in the high school, mm-hmm. and oh, we uh, just, yeah. um, we were planning on visiting other churches and we just came and the like you said the friendliness and I just remember you know after we left we were like let's go back and we never visited any other churches after that we oh, yeah. just and I remember you know um, so my 19 year old was a year and a half old mm-hmm. and um, I just remember you know checking him in and just how welcoming everybody was and how yeah. um, they re- even the next day, the next Sunday that we came back, they remembered us, oh, yeah. and so that just you know that feels good when you're remembered, sure. you yeah. know. So, um so for sure, we like I said, we never ended up visiting other churches. We were right. We were here, yeah. And so, and then I think we joined six months later. And, wow, yeah, yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, Dave, what about y'all?
2: Well, uh, Debbie actually. Came to Grace Point when they met in high school before they ever had a building,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and she liked the church real well. Caleb and Amanda had found Grace Point.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. And we'd, we would come and visit when we could, you know, right. and, and uh, it's just it, people were just normal here. They weren't, <laughs> they weren't putting on any airs. Right, uh, they don't care what you wear here. it's you know it's right, come as you are, you can you know they just mm-hmm. they're just happy to have you here, so right. that kind of felt good to me anyway, sure, but yeah. uh then then uh when granddaddy passed we we started coming, we've been probably five years now, i guess i I don't really know time gets away when you get old, time goes fast, so sure,
0: yeah, <laughs> I want to know from you for. You all work at a church. <laughs> um, you don't hold a pastoral title at the church, but you bring equal value to what we get done around here. So I'm going to open it up to the floor. I want you to think about you know what you do here and how interesting it is, the fact that you don't do that for a business per se, you do that for a church. Um, and maybe help tear down a little bit of stigma of in order to work for a church, you have to be this, like, extra special human or something like that, right? Uh, So hopefully that's a clear question, but um, I was excited about getting you all in a room to ask it. So um, what do you guys think about that?
3: Well, there was a time, it was a couple years ago, where I was actually trying to leave the, the, I don't know, paid position here at the church and just— you know stay at home and, and deal I'm a stay at home dad with the kids and stuff mm-hmm. um I just kind of wanted to do that more and um there was it was i don't know how many years ago that was it might have been you know two or three years ago where I was actually going to say hey guys i'm you know i think I'm just going to stay home and um uh but then it just and it was Caleb that actually asked me a question going well i you know what are we gonna do now mm-hmm. um and and it kind of hit me that you know the staff around here need help, you know, with, with what I can do. And, um, there wasn't anybody available for them, you know, to, to fill what I did and and just really help them out here. I mean, I don't do a ton around here. I don't think, but it's, it's a, it's a position where if that's not filled then, and something happens or they, you know, um, they need, you know i t work done something with technology anything like that then they're they're just kind of they're just kind of stuck in the water you know yeah. so it i it, it kind of hit me going, hey, I just need to be here to help and and to um and just do what I can do right so just just on a weekly basis just keep track of them and and make sure they're still floating you know
0: yeah, how's that coming to play with what you do Don i mean I, I like some of the things, do what you can do. I have this skill set. And someone's got to do it. It's got to be done. And we've had several different financial um, you know, people come through and, and run that department of our church. And I think that surely people can understand that, that you need that financial piece even in a, in a nonprofit, probably even maybe more, not more so, but as much so in a nonprofit because there's a lot of little legalities and things that come into what you right. do um but taking what jacob was just saying as far as like i can do this i know how to do this and the Mm -hmm. church needs this so why not here right yeah Uh, how's that coming into play with your role each week
4: well um as far as my role at so my background was banking i worked in banking for 10 years and then i was a stay-at-home mom for i guess seven when my um then youngest entered kindergarten um I think actually, uh, Mike approached Rob, <laughs> and, <laughs> said, and then yeah. Rob came home and said, "Hey, what do you think?" And and you know, I was like, "Hmm, well, that's interesting." Like, and I actually yeah. had done. Um, we had gone to a smaller church before, right. and on a volunteer basis, I did you know process the contributions, right. and it was a much smaller church, and so it's just a volunteer yeah. basis and paid bills, and so I had that background already, right? And um, so I. Said yes and um, came on board. That was in 2009. Mm. And um, did it for about four years. And then God called us, um, not away from church, but we, um, with my husband's job, moved out to Camp War Eagle. Mm-hmm. And we lived out there. And it's just, if you've ever been out there, you know it's a ways away. Right. And so um, we, um, I stepped aside and said, you know, I just need to. And then our daughter came into our lives at that point. And then... Um, they asked me to come back and I came back one day a week and then I came right. back two days a week. And then when Steve retired, I came back three days a week. And right. so I don't know if I answered your question, no, but that's, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. I think,
0: um, as we kind of push around the room, I'm hoping that you guys kind of, kind of see that a little bit of commonalities there because I think it plays even the same thing into your role, Dave. I mean, i just, um, someone's got to do this. It's got to be done. And frankly, I think this probably happens with you two as well. But I think when I think about your roles, Dad, I think about how much um, stewardship is involved in that because you're able to handle things that is a skill set. Other people don't have um, a lot of us on staff don't have that. And if we don't have the skill set, we have to find someone who does and a lot of times it's more expensive to do that outside of the church, and you're here and you you take care of a lot of things and yes, we are on staff, but I mean, I just think it's a to me it plays into stewardship right of like
2: I think it was a it was a perfect fit for me anyway the job was <clears throat> I been in construction for thirty years plus right and ready to retire and so it's more it's not really a job here to me it's fun i love right. I love what I do here. Right. Yeah, uh, and I get paid for it, so that's good too. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But it's just, uh, it's different, but yet the same things. I, right. I Deal with the same type of issues, the same people, and things. Right. You know, it just works.
0: And it's cool because a lot of those connections that you've had and you've made over that thirty-year yes. career in construction come in handy now as you're subcontracting out things as Absolutely. you were before. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. It just it just works. It works well
0: right yeah and so gene as we push into yours too again that front office is um i mean i don't know how catch-all sounds but it's like when you need something where do you go the front office right you walk through the front office doors
1: or kelly and her resource
0: room. or kelly in the resource <laughs> room right exactly Um, so, you know, talk, talk a little bit about that and, and what value that, that room brings, of course, that houses, your office is there, Dave, your office is there and other people sit there during the week too. Kelly sits there, but, um, you know, what value does the office bring?
1: I don't know that you have to have the title necessarily to do certain jobs. I think that God has gifted all of us with things, um, That we're gifted with you know there is no way that i could do what anybody in this room does right but i think that um when we're brought together with our gifts and those are are focused on that we can all work together to make grace point work
0: absolutely yeah speed round y'all ready for this okay so interesting facts about yourself you can pick one you could pick two We'll start with Gene. How about that, Gene? Right. You're just a super interesting person in general. So, uh,
1: okay, I'll do a shout out to my husband Lee. Yes, um, who is on his way to Indianapolis right now for mm. a Grand Prix race, and then later for the Indy 500. So Lee has actually attended 50 Indy 500s. So this wow. year will be his 51st, and I do believe if you were to cut that guy open he'd probably bleed coffee and indy 500 stuff (laughs) so indy cars when you're Um, from indianapolis it's it's like you have to it's it's just non-negotiable at that point right but it's been really cool because his folks got lee going Hmm. lee has gotten our son steven and so steven now loves it and steven is branching out with all of his buddies and they all go up there so it's just really um super exciting to see yep. the largest one day sporting event in the world just be shared by so many and just right. to share it and they love it
0: right you also have another in there's something y'all have like uh hundreds of something in your house or something like that like NASCAR <laughs> things or indie um indie Indy cars indie model, model
1: cars yes they're and we won't even get into that number there's a lot so yeah
0: there's a lot of IndyCar Models,
1: IndyCar models, okay. little um, like the size of a Hot Wheel car.
0: I said a hundred. It's more than a hundred.
1: It's well above that. Okay, it is well above that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't I get think, into that topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as I was as I was thinking through this, Dave, I don't know if you read the notes on that, but. I was thinking you also have a collection of your own. <laughs> well, I don't know if uh, I don't know if that's public information. It
2: is. It oh, okay. doesn't matter to me. I, I like guns, so yeah. I have I have several guns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same, the same type of several as several yeah. IndyCar mm-hmm. models at the house. Very yeah. much well, so. Yeah, yeah. several. Well, maybe, okay, maybe, but you lost them all in a boating accident, right?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I. Uh, I like guns. We yeah, just, we'll just leave it there. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go to Don. Don, what do we have?
4: I don't know if this is very interesting. Um, just a random thing. I have a flea market booth.
0: That is and, cool. I didn't know that. Um, yeah.
4: So I had one years ago, and then after a third child, it's like I don't have time to do this, <laughs> and um, just started one up because my daughter enjoys garage sales and thrift stores and flea markets too, and so we just started yeah. one up again, and I don't know. Where's that? It so at? Cool. Um, it's on 102 in Rogers. It's oh, one of okay. two flea Market or something. Just a small one. And oh, my don't gosh. Know, we just kind of have fun with That's it. cool.
0: Also, Dawn had a big, huge tree fall on her house yes, a couple of years ago. Yes, oh. And right I tell after. you what, I
4: appreciate so much because you came, Gene came, a lot of people came and just helped us mm-hmm. out so much because my husband was – on a global adventure oh at the time <laughs> so, that it happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rob was on a global adventure and you guys had just got done remodeling.
4: We were, yeah, we had partially. Partially, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. yeah. But um, anyway, so um, uh, definitely a time where yeah. the church loved on us. Yeah. And so I yeah. appreciate um,
0: I don't know. I didn't mean to bring that up for any reason. I just think that's interesting. Not, I don't know anyone that's ever had like a that big of a tree fall on us. <laughs> it was, yeah, was pretty. Yeah. Was pretty substantial and
4: we did get rid of all the other trees around <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Smart man.
0: yeah yeah You go
4: to our house now you wouldn't even recognize it because there's no trees do
0: Yeah. all right cool background to the horn <laughs> anything
3: <laughs> not much but I, I i can piggyback off gene i guess yeah. i mean i'm a big nascar fan too and we, me and her go back and forth sometimes on on that me and annie have been to races and
0: really and, i didn't uh, know y'all were into that man. yeah
3: yeah i mean we, we're we not as much into it nowadays as, mm. as we were um yeah. but we I is still that because like of
0: kids kids are in everything man.
3: as part of it and uh That's i don't know I, I think what got me was like all the rule changes nascar kept bringing along it was like come on like like stick to the same formula at least for a couple of years and yeah, let us kind of get used to stuff. But um, but yeah, I like I like car. I mean, if if I could be a driver, I would be. Like I I am a racer at heart. And here's I, a question for you: I love doing that kind of
0: stuff. When you pull up to a stoplight. Do you, I don't rev do you and try drive? to race. Do and all you, that. No, hold, on, hold on, you're gonna tell me you don't try to beat people off the line?
3: Oh sure. Oh, of I, what, <laughs> no, what my thing with driving is I don't want to be in somebody's way, oh, yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. I try to have some kind of urgency yeah. to make room for somebody else. Uh-huh. That does play to what I like to do in a car.
0: Yeah. Um, Can I tell you what my game is? And maybe what? you do this. I imagine there's a there's an invisible line halfway in the intersection. And I want to be the first car through the line. So
3: you're like trying to get to the 40 as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, and even I race the people on the other side too, because that way you can race everyone there. Mm -hmm. You know, and and you're like, suckers, man. Uh, Nobody
3: around here, like, I'm always in the lead around here. Uh, and pull, I try pull. to be So I can get other people to So don't like you don't any. try
1: To draft or anything No I'm
3: not trying to race Down Bentonville <laughs> Down Walton or anything I like can't that, draft Because I'm going faster Than everyone I
4: can't I can't Go slower And nobody wants
3: to draft Off of us Because everybody else Is too slow <laughs> But but I don't yeah. try to race Around town But I, I do enjoy Driving
0: So uh, hey Thanks y'all For sitting with me uh, I usually say that You can find Whoever I'm sitting with On Sunday morning In this one particular place But It would be really difficult to find you for in any one particular place on Sunday morning. So if you see one of these people here, make sure and give them a smile and uh, ask them a question or whatever. They'll be able to answer uh, your stuff. Um, Remember, however you're listening to this, subscribe so that you'll be notified whenever the latest episode comes out. Uh, Jump in the App Store, get the Grace Point app, turn on the notifications. The episodes and stuff will be there eventually. And also, there's lots of events and stuff that hit that app uh, event page Uh, next Monday is the last Monday for this series Uh, we'll have some strategy meeting specific content that comes out on the 31st and then we have a really interesting series that I'm working on with our student pastor Devin Ardondo about how to connect with the teen generation a little bit better this summer and your kid generations they come back from camps Uh, specifically because it's always this interesting thing like you send your kids off to camp and they have the spiritual enlightenment because they've been away and then what happens when we come back you know how how can how can we as a church and we as parents come around that generation as they come back from camp uh so kind of an interesting thing and then you know Devin's cool anyways i don't know just he does a good job in general but uh also speaking of strategy meeting it's our 20-year celebration yeah yeah Uh, june 6 we'll be talking business but also celebrating grace point turning 20 years old so come ready uh in in the service we'll be doing some voting and stuff like that but after the service we'll um, have a little party and have a little fun music i think there's gonna be a fun run um and some other stuff too food all that stuff so uh you can get more info on that at gracepointchurch.net that's an online website just for your information Also, share this content out on your different channels. Uh, The best way to get this message out is for each one of us to invite our circles in and uh, let them listen as well. And as we know, we always want to show and share Jesus in everyday conversations with everyday people. What do we say? Live Live sent. sent.